Hi, welcome to Global Supply Chain Week. I'm JT Anction with FreightWaves. Joining me today is Jamie Dixon, uh, Director of Supply Chain at Exact Solutions, which is now backed by TM Insight. Jamie, it's a pleasure to have you join us. Great to be here, JT. Thank you very much. And now you're dialing in from, from overseas. Can you uh, tell, tell the audience a little bit about where you are right now? Yeah, sure. So I'm dialing in from Australia. I'm dialing in, dialing in from uh, a city called Melbourne, uh, which is the second largest city in Australia. It's 9.30 in the morning here, and I think it's uh, late in the afternoon where you are, JT, but uh, great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's great. And we appreciate you uh, dialing in for this discussion, which will focus largely on uh, Final Mile. I think it'll be really interesting for uh, for the audience. I think with that, you, know, you also have the benefit of watching the Super Bowl in the morning, uh, which is, well, which must have been nice. And so um, with that, you know, we, we, we really appreciate you dialing in. So thank you very much for that. Can, can we start by talking a little bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I must say, I did watch the Super Bowl uh, yesterday morning here in Melbourne, and uh, it was great to watch. It was a great game. Uh, would have been nice to have been a little bit closer, but um, you know, I really enjoy the enjoy the game. Yeah, that Brady is um, something else. Just, yeah. So just a, a bit about my background. Thanks, JT. So uh, I'm a director, as you say, at Exact Solutions uh, in the supply chain area. My focus is on the freight and logistics space. Um, I've been with Exact Solutions for nearly 13 years in consulting and been involved with uh, probably over 200 projects with a number of uh, blue chip and other clients around Australia and the Asia Pacific region. Um, and we, yeah, we've done a lot of projects in the final mile and last mile space. I think there's some really exciting things happening in that area. Um, prior to working for Exact Solutions, um, I worked for a large telecommunications company for five years in procurement and supply chain. And, and prior to working for that company, Telstra, I, I worked for a major uh, third-party logistics and, and freight uh, cartage contract company for, for a number of years. And, and I've also got a little bit of education um, uh, studying transport economics and, and, and also an executive uh, MBA. So, I've been involved in the industry for, for a long time, um, and it's a really exciting time to be involved, particularly in the final mile space. That's for sure. Um, and, and it'll set us up for a really rich discussion, especially considering what the the, the, the the last 12 months have materialized into final mile. was already interesting before that, but it's become increasingly interesting uh, as a result of some of the uh, health dynamics across the world and uh, the, the explosion in e-commerce as a result. Before we jump Absolutely. into that, before we jump into that, can you tell us a little bit about Exact and some of the work you all do? Yeah, sure. So Exact Solutions is a supply chain consultancy, um, and we recently partnered with another company called TM Insight. Uh, so we're actually bringing the two businesses together, and with the two businesses coming together, we've got over 120 staff based around Australia Pacific. Um, obviously, our foundation is in Australia, in in both Melbourne and Sydney. Um, but in recent years, we've spread our business out to Singapore, uh, Vietnam, Thailand, Japan, New Zealand, and other parts of Asia Pacific. Um, and we focus on supply chain strategies, uh, freight logistics outcomes for our customers, and also involved in industrial property and project services as well. Um, so we're, we're one of the uh, major, absolutely the major uh, uh, professional services supply chain consulting companies in, in, in this part of the world. 
Um, and yeah, it's great to be involved in, in the uh, technologies and the developments that have been happening in this final mile space and uh, really also interested in understanding more about what's going on outside of Asia Pacific and the trends that are happening across America and, um, and also in Europe as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with that, why don't we jump into a bit about Final Mile? What, do you want to start off by talking a little bit about some of the semi-recent evolutions of Final Mile? It, it has become increasingly a, a focus of uh, operators and investors and clearly the end consumer as well. Uh, can you talk to us a bit about kind of where it's come from and then we'll use that as a baseboard to talk about where it is right now? Yeah, I think JT, I think sort of leading organisations were very focused on the on the last mile and the final mile over the last couple of years, particularly with the technologies and um, the ability to control the operating model uh, much better in that last mile space. Um, and companies are really focused on that customer experience uh, is another key driver of, of that key focus on the final mile and the last mile. Uh, and I think that obviously the COVID-19 has had a massive impact all around the world um, and we haven't been immune here in Australia. There's been a significant impact um, in the last 12 months and we've seen an absolute explosion in the e-commerce world. Um, and then obviously that's a significant uh, impact on, on, on the final mile. Um, and what we've seen, you know, I mean, a great example of, uh, of the companies down here would be our major postal organisation, Australia Post, is a significant player in the e-commerce world um, and their volumes have gone up since COVID by 84%, um, which is really interesting. And that's just one, one business that's operating that space. But there's really been a significant shift. And, and so if we see the you know, leading organisations in this part of the world, and I'm sure across the globe, have really you know been proactive in trying to respond to that surge in volumes and that surge in demand and, and you know, ultimately trying to provide a fantastic customer experience to that final customer and final consumer. Uh, so we've absolutely seen you know, that shift and that focus. Um, as I said, JT, it's a really exciting time to be in this space um, because when you overlay you know, the experience of the businesses and leading organisations and, and the technologies and, and the ability to control and deliver you know, optimization outcomes, um, you know, it, it's great to be involved and it's great to see what's happening ar around the globe and uh, very exciting times. And, 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 you know, coming out of COVID-19, um, you know, we're, we're hopefully largely, fingers crossed, coming out of it here in this part of the world to a large extent. But uh, the new normal is going to be, you know, what we need to understand in terms of that final mile, what's it going to look like. And it's, it's, it's going to be a significant part of the um, uh, freight and logistics um, components going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And and it is um, it was a really significant trend prior to COVID nineteen, but during COVID nineteen, as everyone went down on either lockdown or some form of uh, you know relative seclusion, you know social distancing, the demand for final mile or, or at home delivery really exploded. And so uh, the 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 the, the distribution networks, whether it's the storage or the actual rolling stock assets, um, really saw significant upticks in demand all around the world, which is really, truly phenomenal. With that, understanding that, um, you know, the, 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 the last leg of final mile, the final leg of final mile involves an actual asset. And 
as a result, you know, capital allocation decisions for operators, realizing the explosion in growth over the past year or so, how, how do you think operators um, should be thinking about um, navigating the next 12 months in terms of whether or not to grow their asset bases or remain disciplined and try to drive asset utilization or uh, perhaps just be more efficient with their networks and or uh, incentivize their their shipping counterparts to either seek seek to gain more visibility further up front and or have different inventory stocking levels. How, how do you think about keeping up with such an explosive growth and demand? Yeah, it's, it's a great question, JT. And obviously, as I said, we've really got to understand what that new normal looks like from an explosive growth perspective. And we've really got to focus on that customer experience. And I think organisations and shippers around the place really understand what that operating model needs to look like in terms of asset ownership, who owns the asset, who's controlling the asset, and what's the technology that wraps around to ensure that you're optimising the utilisation of your assets. Um, what we've seen in this part of the world is in that e-commerce last mile space, um, there's probably been a challenge around the, the cost to serve um, being quite significant for businesses and for shippers, um, and then ensuring that they can recover the costs against that operating model and they can optimise the utilisation of their assets. So it's it's obviously you know working out what's the right uh, number of assets that you need, what are the right size vehicles, um, what sort of fuel technologies you're able to employ with those sorts of vehicles, what sort of sustainability perspectives are driving that, and then where are you holding inventory, um, and then how can you get the best outcome from a customer experience service perspective against those orders that are coming through. Uh, we often see that uh, you know companies may be fulfilling orders from several different locations, whether it be from a distribution centre, whether it be from the store, uh, whether it be from an sort of urban fulfilment type centre. How can they respond to customer demand and still satisfy the customer and avoid having, um, you know, one of the big challenges that we're seeing here and, and I'm sure is an issue around the globe is what we call split orders, uh, where you see uh, you know, you might order five garments from the one retailer, for example, and it might come in three different deliveries, you know, a couple of garments from the store, one from the distribution centre and and one from somewhere else. So these sorts of challenges that, that companies are facing, they really need to be very clear on the operating model and the utilisation of the assets, and then how do they control and optimise those assets, JT? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And as you think about future evolutions of the space what are what are some of the biggest game changers that you think will uh, prevail and or what are some of the largest secular themes you're seeing in the space yeah well i think um we talk a lot about control towers here i think that that's something that's a significant opportunity for businesses and shippers alike going forward i think if you can you can you can set up a centralized type control center that is uh, backed by you know, really good information and really good event management technology and optimization technology. I think that's going to be, that's, that's really the game changer, I think JT, in terms of companies being more sophisticated to get those fulfillment algorithms right, uh, to get the right utilization and the right optimization of the, of the vehicle assets and also from a sustainability perspective. Um, so if you've got that end-to-end -end control, if you've got that end-to-end -end visibility, 
you're, you're very much able to offer proactive customer service to your customers. If things aren't going perfect, and we all know in the world of logistics, things don't always go exactly how we'd like them to go from a, from a service and control perspective. Um, so if you've really got your finger on the pulse from a technology perspective, you've got that information at your fingertips and you're able to communicate effectively with your customers, uh, it all adds up to a much better overall final mile experience. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and uh, you know, clearly there's been a significant amount of investment in the space as, as well, whether um, uh, through raw startups, cold startups, or actual acquisition takeovers, certainly over here stateside, uh, it's been a, a really hyped area in terms of existing platforms seeking to get further and further in a final mile and cross-sell their entire book of business. Uh, you know, so it, it'll be very unique to see who best uh, takes takes the control position over those game changers, if you will. And so broadly speaking, what are some of the technologies that you're keeping an eye on that you think can shape and form the way the space evolves over, you know, the near term? Well, I think I think it starts with the real the, the fulfillment technology. So having a system that is able to understand uh, from a planning and from a supply and demand perspective, where your inventory is being manufactured, where your inventory is coming from, and then controlling that through your distribution centers and through your logistics flows to then enable it to be in the right position to fulfill that customer experience most effectively. So, you know, in, in a country the size of Australia, which is actually a very similar geographical size to the United States, for example, with a much smaller population, it's absolutely critical to have your inventory close to your, to your customer and close to your market, but not at the expense of, you know, additional storage charges, for example. So the technology that's able to enable that uh, fulfillment, um, I think, is really important. Getting the algorithm right from, in terms of where you're fulfilling from a distribution centre versus a store versus another centre, uh, and then having the optimised assets from a transport technology perspective to deliver on that. Uh, so I think um, the route optimization uh, tools, uh, you know, a lot of the tools are quite similar, provided the right information is coming in and the right information is going out. But I think that's critical for, for, sh for shippers and leading organisations to really consider having that technology in terms of optimising the assets, getting the fulfilment right, and then having an overall platform that can control that from an end-to-end -end visibility, as I said, um, having the dashboards in place to really understand the events and, and where your assets are and, and getting the optimization out of those assets. And also the sustainability uh, perspective as well. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense and that's remarkable. And so for those either currently operating in the space or thinking of penetrating the space, what recommendations do you have whether it be both for operators and for investors? Look, I think you've got to consider um, what, what the customer experience needs to look like. I think you've got to consider your end-to-end -end operating model and, 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 your, uh, and your, your supply chain network. Uh, so if you understand your supply chain network, you understand what the customer requirements are and the business requirements are, then you can build an operating model around that um, in terms of the assets that are required, whether whether you own the assets or you outsource the assets is obviously a consideration. And then what that 
uh, operating model looks like in terms of the best utilisation. Um, you know, one of the trends that we're seeing that's that's happening here, and to some extent, I think we're lagging behind some of the other countries around the world is, is as I said, getting closer to the customer, having urban fulfilment type centres, and then delivering, you know, utilising your assets to, to the best capability to deliver on, on that customer experience. Yeah, yeah, and that's a tremendous overview uh, from top to bottom. I think before before we sign off, are there any final thoughts that you would advise the audience to be to be uh, thinking about, or and or uh, trends that you would be uh, pointing out that you really want to underscore that you think are important to keep top of mind? Yeah, thanks, JT. Look, I think um, companies just need to be cognizant of the that cost and service trade off. Uh, with a view to satisfying customer experience to the best of your ability, but then making sure that you can optimise your logistics operations, you can control the logistics operations and enabling that by best-in-class technology. So I think that's that's the objective that organisations need to focus on and, um, and you know, happy that, that, that they get that outcome um, and, you know, minimise... Uh, some of the issues and the challenges uh, that we're all facing in terms of you know inefficiency in supply chain. Yeah, that makes sense. That and that's a uh, that, that, that's a uh, that's great advice and certainly something everyone should be keeping top of mind. And so with that, uh, we're we're to a closure. Jamie, it, it was a pleasure to have you join us. We we hope you join us again soon. And um, you know, thank you for your time. No, thank you very much. It was great to be involved and. Um, all the best and talk to you soon. Thank you very much, JT. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, Jamie Dixon, Director of Supply Chain at Exact Solutions. I'm JT Angstrom with FreightWaves. Thank you all for joining in. I feel